Today is April the 8th. What if I still have doubts? Let's find out together what Jesus says as we study John chapter 20. Now we come to find out in John chapter 20, verse 24, that actually one of the 11 disciples who were left, his name was Thomas, was not present with the other 10 when Jesus appeared to them. Let's start reading here in 24. One of the 12 disciples, Thomas, who's nicknamed the twin, wasn't with the others when Jesus came. They told him, we've seen the Lord. Thomas wasn't there. He replied, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands, put my fingers into them and place my hand into the wound in his side. Now because of this, we refer to Thomas frequently as doubting Thomas and think uh, he's the goat, uh, not the greatest of all time, but uh, he's, he's the, the anti-hero of this whole thing. He was a doubter. Well, I don't think that's what John is saying at all. Thomas says, unless I see, I won't believe. Right after this, verses 30 and 31, the disciples saw Jesus do many other miracles in addition to the ones that are recorded in this book. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in Him, you'll have life by the power of His name. Now from time to time, authors will tell us exactly why they've written a book, and John does exactly that here. He says, I have written signs so that you see the signs, and when you see, you will believe. Now, as you read the book of John, you come to the end, you read those words, and you think, okay, well, what are the signs then? If you go back to the beginning of the book of John and you begin to read, John actually names them. He numbers the first several for us. In John chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, Jesus goes to a wedding in Cana of Galilee. Um, the bride and groom run out of wine. Jesus' mother comes to Jesus. It says they have no wine. Jesus says to the servants, fill up the, the wash basins with water and take it to the butler and have him drink it. When they do, he says, this is the best wine I've ever tasted. John chapter 2, verse 11, this miraculous sign at Cana in Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory. This is the first sign. And what happened? His disciples believed in him. They saw the sign. They believed. In John chapter 4, after the story of the woman at the well, an official, a, a 
a man who's prominent in Rome's infrastructure comes to Jesus and says, my son is sick. Jesus says, just go on home. I've already healed him. The man goes home, finds his son well. He says, what time? They told him the hour. And he said, that was when Jesus said, I've already healed him. Verse 54, 454. This was the second miraculous sign Jesus did in Galilee after coming from Judea. And the result, the last sentence of verse 53, the official and his entire household believed in Jesus. They saw the sign, they believed in Jesus. Apparently John figures we don't have to uh, uh, have the signs enumerated for us again. John chapter 5, 1 to 15, Jesus heals a man who had been paralyzed, lame, for 38 years. John chapter 6, Jesus feeds 5,000 men with a small boy's lunch. That's the fourth miraculous sign. The fifth sign, John chapter 8, Jesus heals a man who was born blind. At the end of that, verse 35, excuse me, this is John chapter 9, verse 35. They throw the blind man out of the synagogue because he defends Jesus when the religious leaders are trying to attack Jesus. When Jesus heard what had happened, he found the man and he asked him, Do you believe in the Son of Man? The man said, Who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. You've seen him, Jesus said. He's speaking to you. Yes, Lord, I believe. The blind man saw the sign and he believed in Jesus. The sixth sign, John chapter 11, Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. And as a result, many begin to believe on Jesus. The seventh sign, John chapter 20, Jesus' resurrection. John says, I've written seven signs so that you'll believe. What is it that Thomas says? If I see, I will believe. So in verse 26, eight days later, Jesus lets Thomas rest in his words, in his doubts, for a full week. Eight days later, the disciples were together again, and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you. Shalom, he said. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here. Look at my hands. Put your hand in my wound, in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. Thomas does. Thomas believes. 
Thomas says, my Lord and my God. That is a succinct statement that Thomas recognized Jesus as the Messiah, my Lord, and as his God, the Son of God, divine Messiah. Thomas isn't the goat. He's the hero of the book of John. He sees the sign and he believes. Jesus goes on, says, you, you believe because you've seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. That's where we fit today. We haven't seen, but we have convincing evidence that Jesus indeed raised from the dead. So what is doubt? The interesting thing here in Matthew chapter 28, when Jesus calls the disciples to go to the mountain where he's going to ascend, they get there, 28.17, when they saw him, they worshiped him, and they doubted. <laughs> Translation says some of them doubted. What it actually says in Greek is they doubted. What is doubt? There are two kinds of doubt. First is when someone makes a decision not to believe. That's not this kind of doubt. This kind of doubt, what is actually used here in the verb for doubt, means to be of two minds. In other places in the New Testament, it's translated they were confused. <laughs> that makes all kinds of sense to me. They were confused. They saw Jesus, but how? They didn't have an answer to the question, how? They were confused. They had doubts. So what is belief? Belief is first and foremost openness to the presence of Jesus. Belief means alignment with what Jesus says. Belief does not mean that we have all the answers. Definitely not. Belief doesn't even mean that we have no doubts. What it means is that we've made a decision to follow. Please like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you used to listen to it. If you have questions for us, email us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, what if I'm afraid?